Hey y'all, yes, I am on time, honey. Two minutes early. Can I get my props? <laughs> Usually I'm like 10 minutes late. I'm in the comments like, give me five more minutes, just five more minutes and I'll be live. But I came on, I'm two minutes early. Okay, TT. Proud of myself, proud of myself. Anyways, I hope y'all are doing good. It is a lot going on. I'm not going to try and be on too, too long. Um, Emily was feeling this, this, I don't know what color this is, like a burgundy pink red. She really liked this. I want to wear it again. This is like a fun wig. So um, I'm like, let me go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, put it, put it back on for old time's sake. But I hope y'all are doing good. It's so much going on right now on social media, in the real world. It is crazy out here. Um, Y'all liking it? <laughs> it's giving throwback, throwback from last week. <laughs> man, oh man, I am still tripping off of this, all this drama with Escape and SWV and uh, the Scott sisters. Is y'all not been keeping up, honey? With the Dragon Ball T series, I didn't think it was going to go on for this song, but it is an official Dragon Ball T series. We haven't had one of these since Blueface and Krishan, so I'm glad to be talking about something else besides them. So there's a lot going on right now, a lot of talk on social media, and um, basically censorship is being discussed, and it's very interesting the people that it's coming from okay because as you know i've talked on here for years about censorship and how we live in a day and age where you can't be honest you can't release anything without potential of being canceled people getting in their feelings you know it's like the spirit of narcissism is very real in society today. You know, everybody else's feelings are supposed to matter more than yours. You got to walk on eggshells, you know, fuck how you feel, your religious background, you know what I'm saying, how you get down, your beliefs. You know, if you offend mine and my beliefs and how I see the world, you need to be canceled. And so now it's getting kind of crazy out here. There is this white lady, she's uh, at a, what is this, TV station in Mississippi, WLBT. Her name is Barbie Bassett, or Bassett. Um, looks like she's been on television down there for the past 20 years. Um, and recently, she tried to be hip, okay? <laughs> the hip, huh? The hip, the hip, hip, okay? She tried to be hip and, you know what I'm saying, uh, merge her old countryness with hip hop. And so during a live broadcast, they were talking about Snoop Dogg and she decided to say for shizzle my nizzle. Child, we ain't seen Barbie since, okay? They done put Barbie in the Barbie mobile and basically shipped her ass off. So ever since then, everybody's like, well, damn, where's Barbie? Barbie been here for 20 years. Ain't nobody seen Barbie. <laughs> It ain't funny, but it's funny, child. Ain't nobody seen uh, Malibu old-ass Barbie in three weeks. 
So now everybody, uh, you know, there's rumblings on social media and TikTok. And people start putting two and two together. Old ass Mar Malibu Barbie was up here talking about for shizzle my nizzle. And all of a sudden now she's gone. Ain't nobody seen her. So now it's causing a big conversation. Like, you know, was what she said worthy of her being fired? You know, she's an older woman. She probably didn't know the ramifications behind the word nizzle, you know, and hell, Snoop Dogg has made it popular. And should she lose her job of 20 years because she said for shizzle my nizzle? So um, Whoopi Goldberg, Charlemagne the Guy, DJ Envy, they all are talking about this. And it's very interesting listening to their take on the situation, especially Miss Whoopi Goldberg. So we're going to go ahead and listen to the mainstream media, because these people are mainstream media to me. So we're going to listen to the mainstream media talk about how they're tired. They're tired of PC culture. Whoopi Goldberg wants y'all easily offended motherfuckers to write a book and let folks know what you can and can't say. Um, child, okay, Whoopi. Let me go ahead and pull up my screen. We're gonna watch this together. And then just, just kiki at the mainstream now having the nerve to be offended. Oh, they big man. Now a Mississippi news anchor got fired because of this. Before we know it, she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. For shizzle my nizzle. <laughs> for shizzle my nizzle. She can't say for shizzle my nizzle. No, if, if I that's fine, she should have been fired. Because she didn't, she, it's for shizzle my nizzle. She might not even know what nizzle means, yo. I'm like, come on, we got like stop, man. That's not a reason to fire that woman. She has been fired. Did she? Did she release a statement? No, not as of yet. <laughs> That's the thing with hip hop, man. Hip hop is so big and so mainstream, and it's just like who who can consume it and who can't. You know what I mean? She's been there for twenty plus years. Who can repeat slang and who can't? How old is that woman, yo? She's been there for 20 years. She might be old. She probably has no she idea. She probably a Snoop fan. Nizzle is a derivative of the N-word, which is crazy. She might not have any idea. She just thinks she's sounding cool repeating Snoop Dogg. There are too many things. Y'all need to make a book <laughs> of stuff that no one can say. There has to be a book of stuff that nobody could ever say. And then we could all study. Ever, ever, ever. Then the book include, would be Include everything. Include everything, because I tell you, the things that change, you can say this, but you can't say that. But next week, you might not be able to say this. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. And if you're a person of a certain age, this stuff we do and we say, you know what I'm saying. Just because we're on television, wherever we are, whoever we're talking about, just because we're on television doesn't mean we know everything. We don't know everything you're not supposed to do. And if there's something someone says, if you're not going to give them the opportunity to explain why they said it, at least give them the grace of saying, you know what, I, I've just been informed that I should not have done that. As opposed to, you're out. Because you saying you're out means you don't want to hear what people have to say or the mistakes that they might have made that could help somebody else not make that mistake. Child, let me come back on the screen. Whoopi, get your ass out of here. Thank y'all for the tiny violins. Y'all know my tea sippers. We got them for them violins ready. 
first and foremost, that's why I have to hit her with the yawn. Girl, bye. First and foremost, let's keep this real. I, along with most sane people on social media, have been saying this for years, okay? The censorship, the selective outrage, the fake outrage, the, you know, what y'all mad about today on Twitter, um, it, it's, it's, it's getting old now. And see, my issue with Whoopi, and not so much Charlemagne, because at one point, Charlemagne was very risque. Charlemagne would say what he wanted to say. And I don't care. The old Breakfast Club to me was funnier. Yes, he might have said some off-putting things. Yes, he might have been a bit extra. But overall, it was way more entertaining than what they got going on now. And that's just my personal opinion. That's just me keeping it real. Even, you know, I grew up in the era of Star and Buck Wild. Even Star has been posting a lot of his old clips. And I'm like, Star, if this was going down right now in 2023, you nor Buck Wild would have a job because you can't say anything. You know what I'm saying? We come from an era like if you didn't like something, you changed the channel. We grew up with Andrew Dice Clay. Y'all remember Andrew Dice Clay, all the 90s kids? He was so offensive and he was offensive to everyone. This was a Jewish man and he went in on everybody from black people, gays, Jewish people. He had no filter, okay? And some people liked him. A lot of people hated him, but it was what it was. Everybody had Howard Stern, thank you. You're, the only thing that you controlled back in the day was, guess what? Well, I ain't got no remote in here, but your damn remote control. You turned it off, you changed the channel, you kept it moving. All this crying every other day is insane to me. That's why I, was, I didn't grow up in this era. So for me, I feel like, no, I'm, I'm not going to keep walking on eggshells because you're easily offended. Like I tell people all the time, you don't have to fucking watch me, okay? If you don't like me, there are plenty of other people who go live. Some people go live every damn day. Go watch the people who will stroke your ego and, you know, jerk you off and make your twat feel good. I, I'm going to speak my mind. And if that bothers your spirit, then move on. It's that simple. My issue with Whoopi is Whoopi's only upset now because she's been canceled at least three times, okay? She got canceled last week. If y'all remember, this story went viral. Let me go ahead and share my screen. Uh, Whoopi was canceled, and I didn't even know this was uh, derogatory. But when we were growing up in the 90s, we used words like gypped. Hey, you gypped me. Hey, I gave you a dollar. You gave me back a quarter instead of 50 cent. Hey, I was gypped. I, you know, but I guess they're saying it's offensive to gypsies. I don't even know any gypsies. I'm assuming they're real, but I've never met a gypsy in my life. But let me go ahead and uh, blow this up a bit. So this was the story. Whoopi Goldberg issues a public apology for using the racially charged word gypped while slamming Trump on the view. Okay. And I mean, it's just... Let me see if I can play this here. Give me just a second. Watch them play an ad. <laughs> All these ads. Okay.
All right, any damn ways, child. Let me go ahead and uh, click off of this. Ugh, not, I hate some of these ads are so disgusting. So she used the word gypped. And, you know, people were really upset. They said it was offensive. They said it was racist. Child, I, like I said, I didn't even. Oh, there was no sound? Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go again with StreamYard. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I just noticed, like, everything's on delay, so I'm just now seeing everybody saying that there's no sound. I apologize. Let me go ahead and try and pull it back up. Give me just a second. I don't know why I didn't play on the other link that I used, but hold on. Because I want y'all to hear her apology. Matter of fact, let me play this ad. Let this ad run. Let's see if it's going to play over again. Okay, I gotta refresh the page, hold on. It's just clogging. Okay. I think I gotta use the Chrome link for it to play. I'm sorry about that. All right. Give it a second. It's about to run this damn ad again. <laughs> and then it's gonna play, because I want y'all to hear her apology. It just kind of puts everything into context. Get away with a great deal at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now's the time to get in and get away. Get 0% APR plus 500 bonus cash. You know, when you're a certain age, you use words that you know from when you were a kid or you remember saying, and that's what I did today. And I shouldn't have. I should have thought about it a little longer before I said it, but I didn't. And I should have said cheated. And I used another word. And I'm really, really sorry. Okay. So that was her apology right there. Um, she said she used another word. She apologized. And, you know, again, I hate how all these commercials play now. It's just so annoying. So, again, you're going to have people getting offended by everything. But what, like I said, what I found the most, y'all were able to hear that, right? Let me make sure y'all heard. Okay, good. Y'all heard that? Okay. What, what I find very funny is that people like The View and other mainstream platforms, they've always been cool with censorship as long as it was on the other side. And this is what I've always said from day one, that if you're going to be okay with like censoring certain people, then you can't cry foul when that same censorship falls in your lap. Okay. And that's been my issue with people like the view, you know, the women of the view and other things when it's, let's say a more conservative platform, it's okay to censor them. When big tech is not agreeing with conspiracy theorists and truthers, oh, we're all crazy. It's okay to censor us. But now once they get called out, now it's an issue. Now, oh, we need a book because y'all are so sensitive. Well, welcome to most of our reality. You can't say anything on social media without folks getting in their feelings. Am I offended by her using the word jip? No, because I didn't even know that was an offensive word. You know what I'm saying? But I guess if you're a gypsy, if it's offensive, then, you know, go off. But again, it's like people don't even put things in context. Like when she said that word, was she saying it being racist to gypsies? Or is that a word that people have been saying for years from the time we were kids? You were gypped, you were scammed, you were cheated, you know? 
it's like people are not even looking at it in context. Even this, you know, country bumpkin Barbie lady, her saying for shizzle my nizzle, is she standing on her soapbox and calling folks the N-word? Were they talking about racism? Or in context, were they talking about Snoop Dogg? And that is one of his most famous catchphrases. You know, so that that's always been my issue. Remember, I did a whole video breakdown when Kevin Hart was talking about why he doesn't even feel like doing comedy anymore because of PC culture and, you know, cancellation and all that stuff. And I said in that video that, you know, when you cancel somebody, you're not teaching them anything. All you're doing is basically making them go underground and making them seethe in anger and making them have more hate and animosity towards the people that canceled them. You're not even trying to educate people as to why they're wrong. It's just, I don't agree with you, you're canceled. And a lot of the people on The View have had that attitude. Even when Sharon Osbourne was canceled and fired from uh, her show, remember, they fired her from the talk for simply siding with her friend that she's been known for years, um, Pierce Morgan. No fan of Pierce Morgan, but who gives a shit if he doesn't like Meghan Markle? Or he thought that, you know, Meghan Markle was being extra and he sided with the queen. I thought that's a commentator's job is to give their opinion. And the way you combat their opinion is to come back with your own opinion. And either we can agree, disagree, or meet somewhere in the middle and keep it moving. But she was like, well, you know what? That's been my friend for years. I don't, I've never known him to, you know, be racist. It, you know, I, I don't think that that's how he meant it. She was simply defending him as a friend and she was fired. I didn't hear none of these people talk about, you know, political, uh, political correctness and writing books and this and that. And so again, people have to understand is that when you start pointing fingers about things that you're offended by, okay, understand that those fingers can be pointed back at you because none of us are perfect. And all of us have said things that have offended people, you know what I'm saying, or, or said stuff that maybe we didn't even know was offensive, you know what I'm saying, until somebody pulled our coattails. But it's like nowadays, there's really not even any grace. You know, it's like you're just automatically canceled and again, the mainstream media, y'all ushered this in. Y'all made this okay to as soon as I don't agree with something, as soon as my feelings are hurt, this person is canceled. No ifs, buts about it, you know? And unfortunately, it's a very, very slippery slope. You know, it's a very slippery slope. Matter of fact, even with the whole lotto situation, me and Emily were talking about this and I found it very funny the more we dug into it. Oh yeah, George Carlin was another good one. George Carlin would be so canceled in this day and age, it would be insane. And that man was saying so much truth. If y'all young folks don't know about George Carlin, y'all need to Google him and go listen to his stand up because he said a lot of truth. But we were even saying with Lotto, it's very interesting how a lot of these rappers and entertainers, they want to do commentary. They want to be podcasters and commentators and have talk shows. But these are the same people who have the thinnest skin. I believe it was about maybe two, three weeks ago, she got into it with Armand Wiggins. 
she was upset that Armand said something about, I think, her music or, you know, he had an opinion like we all do on these platforms. And so she came for him and said, you know, he's always picking on her and he's always talking about her. And now I find it very interesting that now she wants to do a radio show. OK, so now that she has a radio show where she can guess what? Sit on her soapbox and give her opinion. I wonder now, like, how's that any different than what he does or what I do? You know, it's it's very interesting how people like to shut other people down as soon as the topic is about them. But then as soon as they want to give commentary and give their opinion, then it, you all aboard. It's all good. Oh, well, now I got something to say. So I, it's very interesting how she wanted to shut him down, but now she wants to be a commentator. But that's what it is. A lot of these folks want to be YouTubers and commentators. They want to be in competition. Um, Keisha says, your fair T Armand is not. Like I said, I don't know the whole nuance of their back and forth. All I remember was seeing her on Twitter going off on him. So I don't know, you know, what all was continuously said about her. But again, she's now stepping into that same arena. So now she's, you know, going into a job where she's going to have to state opinions about people, good or bad. But most likely it'll be nothing but good because, you know, the celebrities are scared to hold each other to task. But, um, you know, I just find that very, very interesting how people are offered freedom of speech as long as it's something they agree with. And that's even going on with this whole situation with the with the shooter situation. And we'll probably talk about that near the end of the show. We're not going to interrupt the show right now. We just started. We've been on for 20 minutes. I don't need to get booted off of here. Um, but, yeah, I, I just find that very, very interesting that Whoopi was going off the way she was about political correctness. Because, again, the second anybody agrees with the points of the ladies on The View, they, they, they don't want to hear it. There's no discussion that, you know, I listen and I watch a lot of people. I don't agree with everything a Steven Crowder or even a Candace Owens says. But when I find things that I do agree with, I'm like, okay, cool. That point was cool. You know what I'm saying? Eat the meat, spit out the bones. But if I disagree, I'm not going to be on a cancel tour. I'm not going to say that this person should lose their platform, their livelihood, because they said something that, I didn't find tasteful or that may have even offended me, you know, but nowadays it's just like, I don't want to hear what the other side thinks. I don't care. That's it. I just want to be in my own little bubble. I just want to focus on what I believe and that's it. And that's just not a good way to be. You want to be open to listen to all sides. So that way you can make a very informed decision, whatever that decision may be. So you know, like I said, we live in a very, very sensitive society nowadays. And for that lady to be fired for that, it says a lot. But again, this should also be a warning to a lot of these news people. You got them wanting, wanting to be in competition with online personalities. We have a little bit of leeway here on social media, on YouTube, that when you're working for corporate, you may not have that leeway. You know, and when you're working for the straight lace news corporations, you may not want to crack a joke like that. Do I think she should have been fired or let go? No, 
but you also have to like really think of your environment and where you're at because now even things that you do outside of work let's say you're on tiktok saying some things that people deem offensive you can lose your job if enough people call your job and you become a disruption at your job you're fired so people have to be very very mindful of that so i just find the whole situation really crazy let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here um let's see here c johnson sent 4.99 thank you so much they said hey auntie working overtime this week your hard work never goes unappreciated love you beautiful thank you so much i appreciate you thank you for coming through uh dini darcel hey sis sent a dollar 99 said hey love sending love baby lot going on it, it is it's a lot going on we're gonna get into it so thank you um and maria said 9.99 says you look super freaking beautiful red is truly your color do you have an opinion on the jonathan uh, major situation thank you so much sis i appreciate you now that situation is very interesting um i'm trying to hold off my opinion really until all of the facts come out now initially he was the one who made the phone call to the police said the girlfriend was tripping you know having an emotional breakdown because i guess he was cheating honey and another uh female's uh number popped up in his phone and she went ballistic and then all of a sudden it went from that to he was putting hands on her and you know some type of spousal abuse and whatever and then all of a sudden he started getting dropped ad company was were dropping him they're saying you know this could affect his movies and this is a big deal because they're kind of naming him as the next big black movie star he's basically the new quote unquote will smith denzel not you know just quote unquote okay i'm using that lightly but that's how they're saying that people are seeing him because he's been in a lot of major blockbuster movies um and i don't want to like i said condemn him too much because i'm waiting for more information because then it came out that supposedly you know she wasn't being truthful or was over exaggerated that's what his lawyer said but then we posted an update on the story let me see if i can pull this up real quick here this was the latest update that maria posted on it yeah here it is right here now he's being officially charged with assault so the story has changed a lot that's why i'm just waiting for more information to come out so this is the latest on the situation so they're saying actor jonathan majors was arraigned in new york city on sunday on several charges that he assaulted and harassed a woman the previous day majors is currently starring in films ant-man and the wasp quantumania and creed three in a statement to NPR Tuesday, Major's defense attorney uh, Priya claimed that the woman has taken back her allegations in a written statement and that Major's called 911 himself over concerns of her mental health. In a statement to NPR Sunday, uh, Chaudhry said that Major's is completely innocent of the charges of assault, strangulation, and harassment for which he was arrested in New York City on Saturday. She additionally said that for that forthcoming video and witness statements will clear him of any wrongdoing the nyc police department responded to a call sunday morning over a domestic dispute between a 33 year old male and a 30 year old woman named in the chelsea neighborhood of manhattan 
At the time, the woman told police she had been assaulted. As of Saturday evening, Majors was no longer in police custody and was released without bail. Now, the interesting thing about this that's also causing controversy, well, I don't know why it's controversial, but okay, is the lady, his girlfriend, a white woman. Let me see if I can find a picture of them. So that adds an additional layer to the situation. I'm trying to see if I can find a picture. Okay. Here she goes. Give me just a second. All right. So that is the girlfriend. So they said that she's recanted, you know, the assault charges, but he's being charged. Here goes another picture of the girlfriend. Now, what I find very interesting about this, uh, Claudia Jordan was on I guess, uh, the Fox Soul Cocktails with Queens. And she made a comment that I kind of found distasteful in my personal opinion. And that's just me keeping it real. And she basically insinuated that, well, you know, that's what he kind of gets because he dated outside his race. You know, that's how those women do, you know, basically insinuating had he been with the sister, this wouldn't have happened. My thing is, is Claudia Jordan's mother not white? So did your mother go around making allegations against black men? You know, some people just say things for just stupid, you know, attention. Are you not biracial? We know you're dark skinned biracial, but you're still biracial with the white mother. So is your mother out here? perpetuating false allegations. And why is it always okay to say that, you know, a sister would have held it down? Why should a why should a black woman be okay with being abused and potentially assaulted? I find that offensive. That's bullshit. No, sisters should not hold anybody down who's assaulting and abusing them. So don't say, you know, if he would have been with a black woman. No, that's not okay. No woman, if this is true, should be assaulted. So I just found that, and I seen a lot of, you know, weird ass females agreeing with that. I'm like, are y'all silly? Her mom's white. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, it, it's silly. No woman should have to put up with that. But again, like I said, I'm gonna let the facts come out. I'm not gonna condemn him, condemn him yet until all the facts come out, but I'm not gonna say stupid shit like, oh, that's what white girls do. And that's cause he was dating a white woman. Like the bitterness that some people show on social media is insane. But again, if you see a black woman dating a white man, then it's yes, sister leveled up. I know that's right. So if that's what he wants to be with, that's who he wants to date, that's on him. I say treat whoever you're with the right way, race aside, you know what I'm saying? But I find it very interesting that he's the one who called and he ended up locked up. So again, we will wait for more evidence to come out um, but this can definitely mess up his career. Cause like I said, they're already pulling his advertisements because a lot of companies do not want to be tied to this. They don't want to be tied to, you know, we live in the me too era. Nobody wants to be tied to potential abuse and assault. So he better hope that he's able to clear his name. If not, these might be the last three movies that he ever does again in Tinseltown. Cause they're not playing. They're already trying to replace y'all with AI and robots. 
They're already going to be bringing on, you know, you, we, we talked about it yesterday during the deep dive show that we had on the green room. Shout out to everybody who came through to the call-in show last night. It was a really good show. I'm still working on the edits. It should be up probably tomorrow. But um, you guys know that there's AI now that can copy these celebrities' voices. We have the Kanye West AI that's out here rapping Kid Cudi songs. We had FN, FN Mika who has now been canceled. Imagine y'all canceled an AI. The AI is not even real. He got canceled. We ain't seen FM Mika since. He was dropping too many N-bombs. They thought you, they said he's too racially ambiguous. We don't care if the voice is black. You're not black. You're not dark enough. He got canceled. So they'll try it again. And what's gonna eventually happen if these celebrities can't get it right, uh, FN Mika 2.0 will be your replacement. They will make CGI characters and they will be the new celebrities. They'll be walking down a CGI red carpet. Y'all keep fucking around. Everybody can and will be replaced. Y'all thought it was just going to be fast food workers. Remember, everybody was kicking. I can't wait till the robots get rid of all you McDonald's people. I can't wait till robots be over here flipping burgers and dropping fries. Now half of Silicon Valley shitting they draws because they scared they might get that pink slip next. So don't ever clap about somebody else's demise because we all can be replaced, including my black ass, okay? Because they got AI influences too. So tread lightly, brother, okay? That AI pipeline is coming. But yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I'm keeping up with the story. I'm staying on top of it. But again, I don't want to, you know, throw anybody under the bus if these allegations come out to be false and if they come out to be false to be true, then whatever consequences that get dolled out to him, that's just what it is. He's going to have to take it like a man. So that's my opinion on the situation, sis. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Mariah says, good afternoon, lovely T. Good afternoon, boys and girls. You tried it, Mariah. <laughs> Y'all, there's this meme. Mariah's funny. There's this meme I posted this morning on my Facebook page. It goes viral like every two years. I don't want to play it because the little boy is cussing, honey. It's that meme. Y'all have all seen it. If you haven't, it's on my, not Facebook. Well, I put it on Facebook, but it's on Instagram. The little boy, the teacher is saying, you know, good morning to the parents and the students. And the little boy's like, shut the F up. And they're like, oh no, that's not nice. No. And then she's like, she says something. He's like, no, she's, she goes, do you want to leave? He's like, F-U-B. This little boy ain't but four years old. The video is crazy. That video lives in my head rent free. So I knew what you was trying to do. I seen that this morning. I just fell out. It's not funny that he's cussing, but it is funny just for the fact like she was so loud and that was his response. And it's funny because he said it with his whole chest. You know, most kids when they cuss, they be scared. They be like, shit. Fuck that bitch. They whisper. Not this kid. Shut the F up. Oh, he said it with his whole chest. He wanted all the smoke. So it's too early for this shit, teacher. I just woke up from my nap. You over here hooping and hollering and shit. <laughs> that meme will forever live in my head rent free. That little boy was doing the most, honey. He had me cracking up. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, let's see here. Camille B says, greetings, fam. Love you, TT. Thank you so much, Camille. Appreciate you, sis. Uh, Nanny's Kinks Sentence says, T, just want to send you some love now that I'm able to. 
YT was not letting me show any love. Keep doing what you do. I appreciate your opinions and all of your work. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat and the support. I appreciate you as well. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Clayton Sam 499 says, what the blood clot? LOLT, just sending you some love and well wishes. You are loved and supported by your day ones. Thank you. And I, I love my day ones. They know how I get down. I love my tea sippers. And I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. So thank you. Um, oh, snaps. Moneybag Mo is in the building, honey. Moneybag Mo done came through. She sent $299.99. Miss Mo, thank you so much. I swear you come through and you just show support whenever you're here and it means the most to me she don't ever leave a comment she just comes like we in the strip club honey moby like and then she just goes back into the comment section i know that's right sis thank you so much once again i appreciate you from the bottom of my heart thank you for just always supporting me over here i appreciate it um let's see here oh gosh i'm gonna butcher this Sayoban. Sorry if I said it wrong. She said 1999. She said, hey, boo, trying to participate in a dance recital for dance class. Had to show love. Always shining in red internet, cousin. Hit the like button, y'all. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes, y'all, please hit that like button. If y'all are having a good old funky time tonight, please hit that like button. So I want to also go ahead and... um. Hit on the topic. It looks like some people are coming back together. You know, uh, time and space heals all wounds. So today, uh, Alicia Keys and little mama were in viral. I guess they ran into each other at a party or something. They got the hugging. And so this went viral. As we all know, little mama embarrassed herself all those moons ago. Even Beyonce tried to stop her. Little mama, get off of me, Beyonce. I'm like, damn, who the hell brushes Beyonce off? You were touched by Queen B. Even Beyonce's uh, super powers and shit couldn't stop little mama from staying in her seat. Beyonce tried to reach for her. Little mama ran up there like she was part of the damn uh, ensemble. Jay-Z and Alicia Keys was doing their thing. And I remember we're all on Twitter watching this. So they rap it. In New York, concrete jungles where dreams are made of. Then all of a sudden you just, little mama coming into the scene like this. We on Twitter like, what the fuck is going on this shit? This is the remix? So now we all, you know, we, we coming in close to the TV and stuff. We waiting for little mama to start rapping. My lip gloss is popping in New York. What's up, y'all? I'm about to get, you know, like none of that came out. She just stood up there with her arms and Jay-Z was trying to shoot her. Bitch, get your ass up off this stage. Alicia Keys don't see nothing. She got tunnel vision. She's just in New York. Concrete. She's not seeing nothing. This was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> and when I tell you they roasted little mama, the memes were, this was when Twitter, there was no filter. It wasn't all this censorship bullshit. They drug little mama, they lit her up, but it was all in good fun, you know what I mean? But they did, they drug her, you know, but it was such a good night. And y'all forget, that was the same night that Kanye's drunk ass went up there. Beyonce had the best album of the year! This was all in the same night. 
MTV ain't been that good since. I thank Kanye West and Little Mama because it, I mean, we were able to, we had content for that whole week. So this was, that was a really good VMA. Okay. So, you know, at the end of the day, she was young. We had our laughs. We made fun of her. We clown, we keep, we cranked out the memes. We moved on. So I think it's good to see them coming together and hugging and showing the public like there's no more beef. You know, because people were always acting like, like she ruined their career or something. It's like, child, don't nobody care about that shit. It wasn't that deep. So let me go ahead and show y'all this here. Look at her on stage. You would have thought she was part of the damn ensemble. She ain't rap or nothing. She just stood up there, arms crossed. Jay-Z pissed. <laughs> Jay-Z's hot. This is them hugging. I like that. I like that. I thought that was cute. You know, they just they hugged. You know, to show folks, it's been 14 years. These are just some of the comments. How mad was you at Little Mama when she fucked up your performance? <laughs> I can't say that because I look at Beyonce. Look at Beyonce trying to grab her. Look at that. I can't, you know, the music, you know, YouTube copyright. But yeah, Queen B tried. Beyonce tried to let her know, don't go on up there. You're going to make a fool of yourself, sis. What my, get, get, get off me. I'm from New York. I ain't from Texas. Don't tell me what to do. You're shouting out my city. She ran up there, made a fool of herself. But again, it was good television, you know, it was reminiscent to like when we used to watch award shows back in the day. Who remembers when Rage Against the Machine crashed the stage? Because Little Mama ain't the first. Okay, this was like the most in like, you know, this generation. But in the 90s, folks was always crashing the stage. Y'all who remembers ODB? Remember he got up there that nice suit? Who won? It was somebody else who won. ODB went up there. He said, ah, hold up. I done spent too much money on this suit. <laughs> Wu-Tang is for the children. <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers that? When he crashed the stage, he said, uh-uh. Oh, hell no. I went by, I went about a suit. Wu-Tang is for the children. I want my award. So yeah, they people been crashing the award shows, honey. It's just, you know, usually they crash the speech. Little mama crashed up before. <laughs> but yeah, ODB done crash. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. I forgot who was presenting. They don't ran up there and climbed up the scaffolding. And then he was shaking this shit. They were scared he was going to tear down the whole stage. Man, I miss the 90s and the 2000s, man. I swear. That was the best times. That's when the award shows were just, they were fun. It wasn't all this ego and perfection. And, you know, oh, I don't want to say anything because I'm going to offend people on Twitter. Man, people just went and they had fun. You know, you just never knew what to expect. And so little mama walking up there it reminded me of like the ODB days and, you know, Rage Against the Machine. So like I said, it gave us content, you know, for that whole week. So um, I'm glad. Was it Limp Bl Oh, yeah. Oh, Limp Blizzard. I remember when they used to be up there too wilding out, doing all types of crazy stuff. So that was like the best times. Like go back and watch some of them award shows from like the 90s. Who remembers when Courtney Love crashed Madonna's interview? was high out her mind. She done crashed Madonna's interview and then fell out in that chair and had her legs sticking up like this with no panties on. <laughs> Why do I remember all this shit from the 90s, child? Y'all remember 
when Courtney Love crashed that interview, she was high as hell. Just, hey, Madonna, what y'all doing? Now get your ass out of here. I'm trying to interview Well, let me just go ahead and sit out and fell back in the chair. Ciao. So little mama ain't doing nothing that a lot of these white folks ain't done. Huh? They done crash shit and bum rush stages and all that stuff. So yeah, Rick James too. He was high as hell crashing shit. Mm-hmm. Remember she fell them little chicken legs was, st- legs was just straight up in the air like this. <laughs> that was the good old days. So I'm glad that 14 years later, Alicia Keys and Lil Mama could, you know, just hug it out. But Alicia Keys always said that, you know, she didn't even realize Lil Mama was out there because she was so focused, you know, on just giving a good performance. You know, Jay-Z, he don't play about his money, bitch. You weren't hired to be up here. What is you doing here? And Jay-Z went in like he was trying to be so professional, but, you know, the internet, they were zooming in to different frames and Jay-Z was trying to brush her off. Jay-Z was trying to swat her away like she was a flying shit. Get your ass out of here. What you doing? Get out of here. In New York. <laughs> Man, that was the days. I know Jay-Z was like, what the hell? Kanye up here drunk. Got Beyonce looking crazy behind this Taylor Swift mess. Then you got little mama just coming up on the stage like this and shit. Them was the days. I'm telling you, them was the days. So, like I said, little mama, don't feel bad. You're not the first to crash the stage. You are the first to crash a you know a performance of a hip hop star. But you know, it is what it is. It was so long ago. She's grown up a lot since then, and you know, it's nothing that people should still hold against her. You know, it's, it's so old. But yeah, it was funny. Them them was some good times. Um, let's see here. Uh, TJ says, T, please don't say peanut gallery. It offends my people. Not what is peanut? Don't tell me peanut gallery is racist. Who's offended by that? Monkeys? Because monkeys be eating peanuts and shit and elephants. Mm-mm. Not peanut gallery being offended. Offensive. That's crazy. Thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Uh, God's gift sent 10 says, do you think this gender war in our community will ever end? Ooh, that's a good question. Honestly, I don't think anytime soon. And the reason why I say that is because now it's profitable. Now you can get a bag from this whole gender war nonsense. Now I can sit on my soapbox on YouTube and, you know, bash black men and scream that black boys should be aborted. Um, I can sit on my soapbox on YouTube and on TikTok and scream that black women aren't shit. And they're all, you know, you'll be uh, miserable, never married and all this stuff and, and make money. So as long as there's money to be made, people will always grift that. People like drama and you have a lot of people who are gluttons for punishment. They love hearing just, you know, just low vibrational bullshit about the other gender. And those are miserable people. Cause like I said, outside of the internet, you don't see all that smoke in real life. None of these men who talk that way on the internet, oh, they're very, very calm in real life. They don't have that same energy in real life. 
it's only online and it's sad um there's a girl what's her name the pearly girl i know she went viral people trying to cancel her because she had nick fuentes who's an open racist on her show and so a lot of people were saying you know you're always in black people's business and you know talking about you know how women should act and how women should carry themselves but when your own black husband or whatever he is to her boyfriend you know when people were telling you you know the men not to interview this person you chose to do what you wanted to do so now you're not this dutiful housewife that you're trying to make yourself out to be and that's the part that just sucks i think people just need to let people be people and stop trying to dictate what it is to be a woman, what it is to be a man, what it is to be feminine. Not everybody wants to be married. Some people want to be, for some people, that's not their goal in life. And that's fine. You know, but I think as long as there's a bag to get, you're going to have people who do that. So again, the only way you end that is by not watching that type of content. So I hold the people who watch it accountable. The only time I come across that content is somebody sends me a clip or a snippet. I don't watch that type of content. Why would I want to watch somebody talk about a category that I fit in and tell me that I'm not shit 24-7 when I know I'm doing better than half the people who are talking? I'm not putting my energy towards that. So that's the only way that the gender wars can end is by people not being in the quote-unquote peanut gallery and you know, eating peanuts and eating popcorn and watching the shit show. So that's my opinion on that. You know, as long as folks are, you know, able to make a bag off of it, best believe they're gonna keep pushing the whole divide. And that's where you have to see through the nonsense, you know, because most of the people who are talking, they're not married, they're not in a successful relationship, but yet they wanna tell you how you should live your life. And you're blocking opportunities from people based off of somebody that you're watching's experience, good or bad, or you know their energy or, or the things that they've been through, you should never base your life experience and what you're willing to accept or not accept based on a Yahoo on the internet. That just doesn't make sense to me. So that's my answer to that. So I hope that answered your question. Um, let's see here. Makissa Kelly says, hey T, you're looking beautiful as always. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. JTV, hey, Jay. Jason, $50. He says, hey, T, sorry I missed the live. I'm in band practice. I'll catch the playback. Here's something of an appreciation. Thank you so much. What do you play in the band, Jay? Let me know. Y'all know I'm team clarinet, honey. That's what I played for several years in the band. So hope you have a good time at band practice. Thank you. Um. Super Shadow Man 64 cent $2 says they are Romani gypsies. It is offensive, I find out. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's a gypsy personally. Um, so I mean, if it's offensive, it's something new. I never knew it was offensive. I knew it as a word. So I, I got where Whoopi was coming from, but I don't feel bad for Whoopi because Whoopi has pushed political correctness. So now that same political correctness that her and her, you know, her cohorts <clears throat> have pushed on to other people are coming to bite them in the ass. So enjoy. <laughs> um, let's see here. Denisha Hunt says, hey, T, I've been watching you for six years now. You inspired me to get my real estate license. I'll catch the playback because I'm studying right now. 
that's what's up. Congratulations on that. And that's good to hear. I'm glad I was able to inspire you to get your real estate license. So thank you. How long I've been out here? Oh, it's already been an hour, child. Time be flying, I swear. Okay. I wanted to hit on, like I said, it's not going to be a super long show. Um, <clears throat> we got to talk about this. Alexis Sky. So I've noticed a trend of a lot of these, you know, super sexy va-va-voom. Uh, well, we can't call them video vixens. That was, you know, back in the day. Instagram chicks. They're all turning towards God. We have Black China, who's now going by Angela White. She got the silicone removed out her ass. She took the filters out her face. Um, you know, she even removed her Baphomet tattoo. Remember last week I talked about her Baphomet tattoo that was on her ass. And in response, I like to think it's in response to my live stream. Probably wasn't. But she ended up removing the Baphomet tattoo literally the next day after my live stream. Let me share this with y'all real quick here. Okay, so this was the Baphomet tattoo I was talking about last week. Really low. This was my video from last week. So again, I really hope and pray that she's really taken, you know, that she's really a reborn again Christian and she's taking it seriously. So this is where they end up removing it. Um, and laser removal of a tattoo is very painful. It hurts more than getting a tattoo. But um, that's her walk. She said she's going to get it done. And she, I guess she went and got it done. So now we have Alexis Skye. She's also turning a new leaf, interestingly enough. So we're going to go ahead and um, watch her talk about her change. Give me just a second here. Okay, here she goes. Oh, okay. All right. So this is Alexis Sky talking. Started in December or like November ish, December ish, but um, it was just something that I was internally feeling. I just wasn't where I was at in my life. I was unhappy because I was just living in this fast life, this fast pace, mm -hmm. getting fast money, and I just crashed, yeah. you know? And it doesn't even matter what you have. Sometimes you can just be empty in the mm -hmm. inside. Talk about it now. That's where I was. Like, I had the diamonds, the bags, the cars, like, and I just still was just like an empty soul, like, sitting there just, like, confused on what I wanted to do with myself. And um, things just was shutting down opportunities were shutting down for me like nothing was just aligning for me like anytime I try to do something it would just like fail so I'm like it, like even down to my businesses I was just like why is this happening to me so I think just God wanted my attention and my calling isn't to be um this sex symbol that's Alexis Sky. I think because of what happened my journey started Alexis Sky. I think because of what happened to me in my past I think that God wants to use me as a light to other women that are going through, you know, traumatic situations and, you know, whether it's an abusive relationship, whatever yeah. it is, I experienced it all. So I think he gave me that platform and grew it bigger to be a voice yeah. and to help others and to bring them 
closer to him. You know, it doesn't mean you have to just become holy and all overnight, but it's a transition, you know, and you got to start somewhere. So I think if I'm going to do it the right way, I can't be halfway in. And right. like, because I tried the Lexus guy. I think because of what happened to on this journey, I want to forgive and I want to apologize. So I want to apologize to any of the girls that I've had any beef with in the past, um, like Ari, Jada, Akbar, China. Um, you know, if I've ever said anything that was hurtful towards you, I want to truly apologize to you because um, to you guys, um, I think back then I just was in a dark place. And, you know, sometimes we say things that we don't mean when we're upset. And now that I'm like looking back, some of those things that I did say or the actions I did take was not the right thing to do and I also want to forgive you guys because I feel like we are all wrong in different ways and um, hopefully we can grow past this situation and alright uh, alright alright let me come back <laughs> all I see all I see is tiny violins alright we're done that's enough um, y'all know the tea sip is <laughs> all I see is tiny violins honey and caps um, let me say this let me let me say this now, I don't want to knock anybody's journey towards God or judge anybody's relationship with God per se, but I have to be very, very blunt and honest is that I find it very, very interesting that a lot of these girls now that the opportunities are drying up that people aren't checking for them as much. Remember, she was the hot new girl on Instagram three, four years ago, just like Black China and Amber Rose about eight years ago. Now we got a whole new crop of girls. We got the Jada Waiters and the Ari Fletchers and who, whatever Instagram, Des Dior and all these other chicks. And so now it's, I'm maturing, I found God and God is using me. And maybe he is, but what I find very interesting is how the public, or I shouldn't even say the public, child, social media, is eating this up. But when I would say the same thing, I would be attacked. You know, that's the thing I find funny. I would say like, like, why is it when it comes to young black women on social media, the only way we can get attention and money and show our wealth is by twerking, being overtly sexual, fucking for bags, getting flued out. The white influencers, they don't have to do that. They, they don't even have to be in that position to do that. They can just get sponsorships and put on makeup and, you know, that's the extent of it. But it's like we always have to overly sexualize ourselves. And again, you had so many young girls who were following this mantra. How many young girls, because of Alexis Sky, Black China, and so many others, went and got fillers and implants and all this stuff because they're hoping that they can be the next Instagram baddie? You know, or how many young girls have just been out here fucking and getting used up, you know, for bags and materialistic stuff that she's even saying, you know, doesn't make you happy at the end of the day? Like, I'm glad that they're growing up. But again, this is why I kept telling y'all. When older folks speak, we're not coming from a place of hate. Y'all like to dismiss everything as you're old, you're ugly, you're bitter, you're jealous. No, it's called experience. Everybody ain't old, bitter, and ugly. You know what I'm saying? I might be older than them, but I, I don't think I look that horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look decent for my age. 
But what I'll say is that sometimes that wisdom is not hate. That's people wanting to see you not go down the wrong path. And it's sad that all these women had to learn the hard way. You know what I'm saying? And they thought everybody who was saying something to them and saying, you know, you're a mother now. We expect better. You know what I'm saying? How about you kind of clean up your act now? You know, everything don't have to be about sex. You know, it was, it was always dismissed as haters, all my haters, all my haters. And now you fast forward years later, all these same girls are repenting. And I, I hope that this walk is, is legitimate. I hope it's sincere. I hope it's just not them using this as an end to justify the means. Like now, because, you know, butt implants and all this stuff are not as popular because the Kardashians took theirs out and now they're promoting that stick skin, you know, uh, aesthetic. I hope that's not why they're doing this. And they're really doing this because they really want to better themselves and they really want to turn a new leaf. Remember, there were many times on social media, you couldn't even talk about God without getting clowned and called a Bible thumper. And nobody wants to hear that and shut the hell up. You know, you're zealous. And, you know, people would say all types of stuff, even if you brought up God in a conversation. So it's just very interesting how now people are talking more or these, you know, ex-Instagram girls are talking more about that and they're seeing the light. But again, I, I question everything. Um, and I hope that it's very sincere and it's not being done because now the sexual stuff ain't working no more. Because again, the economy is not as good and people are thinking twice where their money goes. All the, all the silicone tech people who are probably watching y'all and, you know, dropping bags of money on y'all on OnlyFans, well, they don't got fired. So they can't be on OnlyFans paying 25 bucks a month when they don't even know if they're going to get, you know, be able to get another high paying job next week. So because of that, now it's, I'm, you know, converting and I'm going to be more classy and demure. Are they trying to tap into another market? which is now that the men are not really, and I'm not saying all the men, but I'm just saying now that a lot of men are not checking for them or they're not willing to spend on them financially because they'll still look at them. They're beautiful women, right? They'll still like their Instagram pictures because that's free. <clears throat> but because they're not willing to, you know, maybe spend bags on them and do all this stuff for them financially, well, now let's tap into the female market because I'm not paying for no ass shots. I'm not paying you know, for your OnlyFans. I watch this shit free on Twitter, but I'm not joining somebody's OnlyFans. So how can I get females to support me? Well, let me talk about female empowerment and God and how I've changed a new leaf and I want to be the voice of, you know, abuse and self-esteem. So I don't know. I, I don't know if it's an angle that they're playing or if they're being sincere. But like I said, I, I'm not trying to judge them. This is just me keeping it real. So. Like I told you on Discord, I'm going to sit back, sip my tea, and I'm going to watch the fruits that they bear. Because it's not for me to judge them, but I am going to watch the fruits that they bear. And I want to see if a year from now, right now it's March 29th, 2023, I want to see if in around this time, 2024, if they're still on the same journey. Or if it's, well, that didn't work. I'm not getting no money. The bag ain't right. So now it's... Back to the pole you go. Back to the 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 pole. You, you know what I mean? So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 
is this journey going to be a real journey or, or a year from now everybody gonna be right back on the pole twerking and taking it off so we'll, we'll have to see i remember that damn remix back to the pole you go Ew, back to the back to the back to the back back to the pole you go <laughs> y'all always make the best songs on this channel but you know like i said i just i i really really hope their journey is sincere because these women have huge fan bases, right? I mean, way bigger than I could ever dream of having. So they do have influence. And so if they can influence these young girls for the positive, that's a win-win for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the whole culture, it, it gets old, ladies. You can only whore yourself out for so long. And then it's on to the next. And then you get a lot of women who spent their whole early 20s hoeing themselves out and trying to chase baller dick. And then by the time they're in their 40s, they're mad, they're bitter, all men ain't shit. You know what I mean? So it's better to learn this shit young than to get older and then be angry and bitter and, and you know, in this nasty space. Then I got time for that. So I hope that they're being sincere and I, I really hope that they're leading, you know what I'm saying, their flock, their followers in the right direction and it's in a new direction. But I just, I've been noticing this, that, um, and another one, B. Simone, too. She's been really talking about God a lot. I guess she's done chasing, you know, the baby and trying to be a part of, you know, his uh, harem. So now she's preaching, too. <coughs> so, again, we shall see their fruits in a year. They're planting seeds, and I'm here for it. So in a year, let's see what those fruits bear. Will they be, you know, will it be a good harvest in the name of Jesus? Or will they be back, you know, on some rotten apple shit? <laughs> so, we'll, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But I just find that very, very interesting, you know, that a lot of these girls, you know, they're switching it up. And this is why, like I said, sometimes when older people speak, stop being so dismissive. Because these women aren't saying anything that I haven't been saying on this channel for years. And not just me, but a lot of women on social media have been saying this. You know what I'm saying? For years. But anytime women would say this, even in comment sections, you're a hater, you're jealous, you're ugly. And it's like that, that, why is that always y'all's response? Like everybody's not hating on these girls. Like y'all act like, and the thing is, y'all don't know people's incomes. Y'all don't know what people do behind the scenes. You, while you're calling somebody broke, this woman might be a whole realtor. You know, she might own multiple homes and have, you know, 10 streams of income. You never know who's leaving a comment. And sometimes people are leaving sincere, heartfelt comments. Everything's not coming from a place of hate. Everybody's not living in their mom's basement, you know what I'm saying, trolling all day. So like I said, honey, we shall see. It's going to be interesting. Um, let me see here. Okay. We're going to talk about the situation. We read some more Super Chats. We're going to talk about the situation. And I'm going to fly out of here before they can shut down my stream. Uh, let's see, uh, Wanda says, love your videos, they're the best part of my week. Thank you and please keep up the great work. Thank you so much for your support, Wanda, I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Lakia sent $200, wow. Thank you so much, Lakia. Thank you for the support, I appreciate you, sis. She says, I love you and your spirit, been watching you for almost 10 years. No, really, I did my calculations. It was really almost 10 years. 
anyways, I just want to see you continue to succeed. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. And sometimes it feels surreal that I've been on here and I've been able to last all these years. We've seen many people come and go, you know, and um, it's, it's a blessing. And I appreciate the fact that y'all have been here with me because sometimes I second guess myself and I'm like, you know, do I need to retire now? You know, there's a whole crop of younger girls coming behind me. Do people still want to hear from my old ass anymore? But you know, y'all show me so much love. And as long as y'all continue to show me love and support in the way that you guys do, I will continue to come on here and, you know, state my opinions and preach my message. So thank you so much, sis. And, I, and I'm glad that I was able to do this without compromising who I was, without, you know, having to like be on some scandalous shit, lying on people, you know, being up here, you know, naked and, and doing just all types of crazy stuff for clicks and views. I've always just been able to get up here and just be myself. And I just thank God that y'all just supported me and appreciated me just being myself, you know? So that means a lot to me. So I appreciate y'all. Um, let's see here. Current news talk. Sam says, Hey, my fellow Nigerian sister, I will catch the replay afterwards. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through today. Hope you enjoy the replay. Uh, Sierra Alexandra says, love you, T. Please wish me good luck on my LD exam tomorrow. Good. What is LD exam? Y'all right. Is that some type of law exam? Either way, good luck to you. I hope everything pans out and you pass with flying colors. Thank you so much for coming through tonight. I appreciate you. Um, so let me see here. I got to talk about this um, situation with this damn school shooter. Labor and delivery, is that what that stands for? Law degree, LD, that's what I'm thinking is probably law degree. Labor and delivery, okay, one of the two child. Sounds medical. Either way, good luck, good luck to you. So as we all know, this week has been just really unfortunate with what happened in Tennessee. Um, in Tennessee, you had a woman who had transitioned into a man, um, went by the name of Audrey, something like that. And she went into a school, into a, a Christian school, and she killed three children and three adults. And when we first talked about the story, I was noticing how a lot of mainstream publications were talking about this. I was also noticing some type of weird sympathy for this lady. And it really bothered my spirit. So this is what I wrote on uh, Instagram. Let me share this with you all real quick here. So this is what I had to say. This was the other night when it first broke. I said, I find it funny how now that it's come out that she's trans, People are screaming transphobia because the news announced her pronouns. Keep it real. Nobody would scream anything if the news said the shooting was done by a white male shooter. She identified as a trans man. So why is that now an issue to mention that? So y'all only want the trans conversation mentioned when it comes to positive things only. I'm confused. There is good and bad people in every sector. She's a trans school shooter, meaning she's just as evil and deranged as any biological male shooter, in my opinion. And I stand by that fully. 
And I've noticed it's been very interesting watching how this is being covered. And trust me, I get the discrimination and I get the transphobia that some trans people go through. But I don't care about any of that. I, I don't care what she identified as. I don't care if people, whatever dead naming is, they were talking about, you know, the mainstream media is dead naming her. I don't care if people are calling her a she, a he. I don't owe her that grace. Did this weird bitch have grace for the children and the innocent adults that she killed? Why do I have to have grace for whatever she wanted to identify as? The second you decide to become a school shooter, all of that grace goes out the window for me. You think I feel bad for the Yovales school shooter who went in there and killed those innocent children in Texas because he was bullied? I give a fuck about you being bullied. I was bullied. I never once thought to myself to get back at my bully by going to a school that had nothing to do with the situation and attacking innocent people who are not my perpetuator, you know what I'm saying, who didn't perpetuate bullying on me. So if we can understand that, I don't care if you were bullied. I don't care if you're upset that you know the white race is dying. You go into a grocery store and you kill black people, you're scum. Period. I don't care that Elliot Rogers wasn't able to get pussy and females weren't checking for him. I don't care that he was an incel. Fuck Elliot Rogers. So why is this any different when it's this lady? Why, why, like, why are people demanding that she should get grace and all oh, the pronouns? And I'm, I'm hearing more sensitivity concerning her pronouns and what she identified as than the dead children that she left in her wake. Like, this is insane to me. Nobody gives grace to any of these other school shooters. Nobody says see things from their point of view. Fuck their point of view. Did they see things from the children's point of view before they pulled the trigger and killed those innocent babies who are doing nothing more than going to school and trying to learn? I take it very personal because I'm a parent. And I grew up in the era when I was leaving high school of Columbine. And the fact that this has been going on since Columbine, since when I was in high school, and it's only gotten worse. And nobody is talking about the real issues. Like, I get the gun control talk, but I'm, I'm very, very shocked with how this is being handled and how this is being turned into a trans situation. And, oh, this is bringing out transphobia and this and that. And it may bring out some transphobia in some people, but that's not the real talk because I'm sure that many people in the trans community who have common sense don't stand by this nonsense. How could you? What this person did was evil. So I, I think it's very disingenuous and people are being will, willfully ignorant when they're talking about this and they're more concerned about pronouns and you know how the trans community will be seen after this. Nobody talks about how the incel community is seen after an incel goes on a shooting rampage or how, you know, white men, a majority of them then get labeled as, you know, white supremacists and nationalists, even though they have nothing to do with the school shooter. You know, so I, it, it's very, the way it's being covered is very, very disheartening. And I get that there were laws being 
put into place in Tennessee. They were trying to, I think they had already enacted the laws. I might be wrong, but they were trying to stop young kids from being able to transition. And a lot of people in the trans community, there were upset about that. Then there was also another law that they were putting on the books that nobody, male or female, can do any more drag queen shows in front of children because there have been videos that have gone viral. And, and for the life of me, I don't understand why this is appropriate. I've been to drag shows on South Beach. And guess what? Everybody there was an adult. I don't understand like the point of the drag queens coming into the, into the libraries and doing splits and shaking themselves in front of children. It just doesn't make sense. And these were real videos. I can't play because it's overtly sexual. But these were real videos on the internet. And so it ended up creating so much of an uproar that they wanted to ban these drag queen shows. And they've been going on, you know, all over the country for a while. And my issue is this. It's very interesting how as soon as you put drag in front of this behavior in front of children, it's okay. Let's switch it around and let's have a classroom full of children and let's have female, straight female strippers come in there, do the splits, wide open, coochie in kids' face, twerking. Nobody would be okay with that. Now let's even go even worse. Let's bring in straight men coming in to the library, the classroom, and they're stripping and gyrating and shaking their junk in front of children's faces. It's not acceptable. I don't care if this is a drag queen person. If you want to perform, perform in front of people who are 18 and up. And I, I can't even put all the blame on the drag queen performers because they're, they're trying to get a check. Times is hard, so I get it. I can't even blame them. The responsibility is on the adults. I blame the stupid mothers that are sitting there clapping while somebody's doing splits in your child's face. And then we wonder why children are overly sexualized. So I just, so that was one of the laws, I guess, that they're saying may have pissed her off. There's a manifesto. There, there is uh, right now talk with certain people in the community to say that they don't want the manifesto being released because it can cause more transphobia. But again, it, like why? Elliot Rogers' manifesto was released. Most of these shooters who have left manifestos their manifestos are released online and people are able to see their train of thought, what they were thinking in their last moments. Why should this person be any different? And so now for people trying to make this a whole trans issue, that's also ignorant. That'd be no different than saying because one, you know, black guy goes crazy and, you know, shoots up something the whole black community, you know, it's just some horrible people. They're this and that. That's just as ignorant too. So for me, I hold this one trans person accountable for their actions. Her actions, his actions, whatever the hell, that is their actions. That is not a reflection on the entire community. And that is how most rational people look at that. Anybody looking at this and saying that, oh, that's what all trans people do, you're silly and delusional. How many times have trans people shot up schools? This is the first time. So I don't see how all of a sudden people are trying to say that the manifesto shouldn't come out because people are gonna use it as 
a whole transphobia thing. I think you're going to cause more issues by not releasing it because now that's going to cause more resentment because of the favoritism that you guys are allowed uh, that you guys are allowing this woman in death. She does not deserve protection in death because she provided no protection for the people's lives that she had no problem selfishly taking. So I, I'm just, I'm really saddened by how this is being covered by the mainstream. And I've watched several TikTok videos of people defending her and, and even saying, well, you know, she's going through a lot. Look at these laws that are being passed. And, you know, they keep coming after the trans community over these drag queen story hours. And finally, one of them snapped. That's not okay. It's not, I don't care how y'all try and spin this. It's not okay. There's a lot of, like I said, we live right now in the oppression Olympics where everybody wants to be oppressed. You got white men out here who think they're losing the country and the, the white race is dying and all this race mixing and they're putting minorities first. I don't care about them being upset and oppressed and however they're feeling. They're allowed to feel that way. But once you take your feelings and you decide to go take somebody's life based off of how you're feeling, no, that's not okay. If she was upset about drag queen story hour, and I'm just saying allegedly, cause I don't know what's in the manifesto. This is just, you know, the talk that's online is because of these law changes in Tennessee. If she was upset about that, then she should have did what rational trans people are doing by going down there and protesting and fighting for these rights. You don't get the right to then go get a gun and go kill innocent children and innocent people who have nothing to do with your situation. There, there's no co-signing that for me. And it's really sad that you have people trying to act like this is okay. You know, it's messed up, but there's no but. There's no but. Because there was no but when the, the boy went into the school in Texas and killed those children. You can't say, well, he was bullied. You know, it's not okay that 20 kids died, but he was, but no, there's no but. There's no but. Right is right, wrong is wrong. I don't care your race. I don't care your ethnicity. I don't care your gender. I don't care your sexual orientation. Right is right, wrong is wrong. And if people want to get offended because of what I said right now on my stream, feel free. But I'm always going to speak my truth. And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? I love those who love me and who got love for me. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? What you claim, I have love for people. But again, I'm always going to talk with common sense. And I'm not going to be swayed by the media or be shamed into giving a killer any type of grace. Absolutely not. I don't give grace to these damn gangbangers out here who think it's okay to be out here drilling each other in the hood. I don't give their little badasses grace, and a lot of them are underage, and they don't even have a fully developed brain yet because they're, they're juveniles. I'm not giving grace to a grown woman who didn't give grace to children and innocent adults who had nothing to do with her plight. And that's just what it is. So... On that note, I've been out here for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, man. It's just we live we live in a in a crazy world. All I'm gonna say is like I always tell y'all, when you leave your home, pray when you leave your home and, and pray and give thanks every time you make it back okay. Between these shooters, child traffic accidents, police shootings, gangbangers. I mean, it's it's a it's a blessing that we make it to our destination every day and we come home every day. That is a blessing, you know, and it's, it's just very, it's, it's very frightening and, un, and unnerving, you know, to know that you send your children to school and they may not come home. That is just that. It's just, I don't know. It's just sad. It's sad. It's, it's very, you know, as a parent school and, and school is supposed to be such a safe place. And I, and I think back to like my elementary school days in the nineties, we didn't have locks on doors. When I think back to my old elementary school, people walked into school all the time. You didn't even check in. How many times did my dad just walk in the classroom? Let's go. <laughs> you know, Nigerian fathers, what office? She got, she has a dentist appointment. Let's go. Nobody checked in. And now when I go to my nephew's school or, you know, anything, you got a buzz. Got to, you know, sign in and put on a, a name tag and things have really, really changed, you know, and then to watch that video of her literally with a gun just, you know, blowing, you know, shooting and blowing the glass out the, the windows of the school. I can only imagine the fear that all of those people, the kids, the adults, what they felt in that moment when you're hearing gunshots and you don't know which classroom this lunatic is going to pick and you're just praying and as an adult you're having to put yourself in harm's way to protect children i can i mean it's just it's a situation it's a situation i just i would never want to be in and and just god bless teachers um y'all go through a lot and y'all know just all the stuff that happened last month you know um with my family so it's it's a lot, you know, teachers give so much of themselves. And now, unfortunately, we have teachers literally being forced to put their life on the line for crazies. So, you know, at, at some point, maybe they need to put armed guards in the school. Cops. It's but then you'll have people complaining about that and screaming, you know, it's racist and F the police and it's, it's like a no-win situation. And you have teachers every day putting their life on the line and dealing with stuff that they did not sign up for. They don't get paid enough to play bodyguard and to take bullets. So I have absolutely no sympathy for this lady. I don't care what her name that she preferred, I could give a shit less. Just like I give a shit less about any of these shooters. So, whew, on that note, y'all, let me read a few more super chats here that came through. Um, Rayhan says, I love the lives. I feel like people don't care about drag shows because they are seen as clowns. I mean, it's, it's a real show. I mean, people put in a lot of work you know, for them drag shows. They put in a lot of work. There's choreography, you know, so I'm not going to take away from drag performers. 
as long as they're in the correct environment. Because like I said, the drag queen shows in Miami are fun. They're off the chain. You know, and they do them in downtown Minneapolis at the gay 90s. And we used to go to drag shows, you know, back in the day as well. And they were always fun. They would come on like Whitney Houston and, you know, Mariah Carey. And they would kill it. And you give them money and stuff. But again, that was a specific environment. When they started getting mixed in with the public library, I have no idea, like, why that is. But I'm not going to take anything away because, again, they're performing. They're putting on a performance, you know, and a, a lot. It's not easy. You know, they're walking in heels and dresses and makeup. All that stuff takes time. It's, it is a talent. I just don't want to see it in front of children, you know. But, yeah, the whole situation is crazy. Um, let's see here. TJ says, T, can you do a deep dive on record labels? Artists seem to be profitable, eliminated. Ed Sheeran mentioned releasing his final album after he's gone. I wonder if that was a dog whistle. I did. I did a whole breakdown. I have a deep dive called Industry Sacrifice. It's about takeoff. And I also go into how the record labels definitely make more money once the artists are dead. I also talked about um, the contract that Bushwick Bill, unfortunately, I didn't know he had died, but um, he had sued Jay Prince back in the day in the 90s when we were in high school because there was a death clause in his contract. And he was basically saying way back then, what's to stop Jay Prince from, you know, having somebody do a drive by on me and he gets all this money. So yeah, the the the, the record industry is very... It's a very dark place, but um, I do have that deep dive. It is available. Um, it's on my, um, what is that? It's in Discord, YouTube membership, and on Patreon. You might have to scroll down a bit, but I did do an industry breakdown. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Anna uh, Aletha sent 199 says, Nashville native here. I am disgusted. Yeah, I can only imagine. Just hug your kids tight. It's it's sad out here. Um, uh, Ricky, nineteen eighty nine, sent twenty dollars. Says love you, T. Love you too, and thank you so much. I appreciate you coming through, sis. Um, ooh, hold on, it just refreshed. Uh, Joe Love sent five dollars. He says I'm gay, and everything you said is spot on. She slash he deserves no excuse for what she did. I'll never understand preying on vulnerable people. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And it's true. And like I said, it's so many people, honestly, in the LGBT community, trans community, who have common sense, who see the agenda, who see what they're trying to do. But unfortunately, it's the lunatics who have the loudest voices. It's so many people that I talk to, friends of mine in the community, like they see the agenda, they see the stuff that they're pushing and how they're trying to merge certain things and they're trying to use it under the guise of the LGBT and it's nonsense because a lot of people do not agree with it. But the way the mainstream pushes it, they act like the whole community is for this and they all feel this way. I know many trans people who don't agree with this and could care less how people are you know, pronouncing her pronouns. That's not their concern. But it's the, like I said, it's the, it's the loudest lunatics on, on TikTok who go viral. So let me say the most shocking, you know, just obtuse shit just so I can get clicks and views. The average person is not caring about that. They're caring about the fact that there's innocent people whose lives were lost. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. 
Um, let's see here. Taliza sent 20, sent a sticker, says you are amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Thank you for coming through. Um, Itsy Zaza sent 499, says when I was a teacher, we started our day by saying this is our safe place. We are free to learn and make mistakes while learning 1994. Wow. And it's so sad because so much stuff has changed since then. Now we can't even say that it's these children's safe places. You know, I just, I feel so bad for these kids having to grow up because they still have to go to school and imagine, you know, being young and you're seeing these school shootings and you're scared thinking like, you know, could I be next? Could my school be next? The most we did when we were in elementary school was prepare for tornado drills. I grew up in the Midwest. So, you know, we're near tornado alley. So that's the most we did. We go in the hallway, you'd have to crouch down and put your head between your legs in case, you know, bricks from the building start falling down. Those are the drills we had as kids. Tornado drills. Since my kids have been in school, they've had shooter drills and, you know, where to run and hide. I mean, it's, it's sad. Things have really, really changed. They've really changed. Y'all did earthquake drills in Cali. Oh, that's so funny. What did the people in the South do? Yeah, we did fire drills too. Did y'all do hurricane drills in the South? I always wonder what people did in different parts of the country. We had tornado drills mm -hmm. and fire drills, of course. So y'all did earthquake drills. Did y'all have to hide under desk for y'all's earthquake? Because with earthquake, well, I guess earthquake and tornadoes, still a lot of shaking. We had to go in the hallway. Mississippi did tornado drills. Yeah, y'all get tornadoes down there. Hold on, somebody said hurricane. Bomb threat drills, you must be, you're younger. We didn't have bomb threat drills in the 90s. <laughs> we didn't have that. Um, so some of y'all did do hurricane drills. Okay, that's interesting. And y'all had to go into y'all's desk, okay. No hurricane drills in the South where you were at. Baton Rouge did tornado drills. Texas did tornado drills. Yeah, those were the drills we did. And now, like like the young lady said, they're they're doing bomb drills and active shooter drills. It's it's sad, man. It's sad. Um, let's see here. Desiree says, listening to you while building a Jeep. I love it when I catch a live. Okay, Desiree Nicole, building Jeeps. I know that's right. Shout out to the, our, our mechanic sister in the house, okay? She said she's building a Jeep. That's what's up. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Donna Hilson, $2, says, why isn't my super chat showing up? It just popped up, sis. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Uh, SP Santen says, T, I'm a teacher. This is my seventh and last year. Mm. I want out. I'm working on my calligraphy business. You're one of my main inspirations to do my own thing. God and my health come first. Love you. I love you too. And I get it. I get it. It just, it makes me so sad because I know how much like teachers influenced me in my life. Like I was closer to some of my teachers and even my family. So, you know, it's always sad when you hear about good teachers retiring, but trust me, I get it. You know, it's like after a while, it's it's not worth it. You know, the disrespect, you know, some of the disrespectful students dealing with some of the crazy parents and now, you know, school shootings and things like that. So I definitely get it. 
Um, but definitely enjoy your last year and go out with a bang with your kids and make them just really, you know, appreciate good teachers such as yourself. So thank you so much. Um, Desiree Senfai says, I don't care if you identify as a squirrel, leave children alone. They are innocent. I definitely agree. Keep children out of the nonsense and innocent people, you know, because I'm an adult. I don't want to get mixed up in that either, you know, but just keep people just out of it. It's, it's so unfair. So unfair. Um, Makeup Unity Senfai says, T, she used to attend the same school that she did the elimination on. Yep, I did hear that she attended the same school. And again, you know, I don't want to speculate. I see a lot of people saying, well, it was a Christian school. Maybe they were judging her, you know, or maybe they made her feel bad about, you know, her sexuality or just whatever. You know, I, I don't know, you know, unless we get to read her manifesto, we may never know what really caused her to, to do what she did. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Beastly, what's up, Beast? He says, uh, outstanding girl, you knocked me out. Sending love to you. Thank you so much. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for coming through today. Um, hey, Mimi says, with the earthquake drills, we had to get under the desk and cover our heads. My daughter is doing active shooter drills. What a difference. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. It's a whole different day and age. It's a whole different day and age. But thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Brittany Morrison 10 says, my son who is autistic had to start taking anxiety meds because he worries about being safe in school. Mm. He's in the seventh grade and had several lockdowns since he started middle school. Wow. That's so sad. I'm sorry to hear that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's real out here. And for me, my concern is always going to be the innocent people and, you know, not only that, the other students, the one, because we got to think about the kids who are alive. Imagine how much PTSD they have from all of this. You know, even the children who are not in this school who are hearing about it, the children who live in that state, that's where the media's concern should be. So the whole thing is sad. Um, Kit Finn says, since middle school around 2008, we had intruder drills away from the windows and locked the door cold, weird, fire, and tornado drills in Ohio. Wow. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate that. Um, 2B Black Native Sin 5 says, hey, pretty. Uh, hey, lovely T. Praise God for Psalms 91. In my Fred Hammond voice, the safest place on earth. Amen. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. I Am Raven says, when our teacher is going to be paid more for all of this, at this point, they are protectors and educators. I definitely agree. And I don't know, you know, I have no idea, but I agree that teachers should get paid more. They really should. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's we, We're in for such a wild ride in the future, especially with chat GPT and AI. You know, will we get to a point where people are too scared to teach and kids are too scared to go to school that we'll have AI teachers and go back to, you know, in-person, you know, out-of-person learning, you know, kids learning from home like we did during C-19. It's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening, but I definitely agree that teachers should get paid way more than what they get paid. They really should. So on that note, everyone, I appreciate everybody for coming through today. 
Um, thank you guys so much for just the super chats. I apologize if I didn't get to read every last super chat. Thank you guys for joining me today. Um, also, before I go, let me just say this real quick. There was another water situation. Um, if you guys have not watched the video that I did, I believe I did it on Monday about the water getting contaminated in Philly and how there was a huge water run and people were like buying up all the water, the bottled waters. Um, please keep an eye on your water system. This happened as of, I believe, late last night, early this morning. Let me show y'all this before I go. So give me just a second and then I'll, I'll get out of here. But in uh, Ohio, the Ohio, excuse me, the Ohio River in Louisville, Kentucky, um, they ended up, they said numerous barges broke free and it ended up dumping 14,000 metric tons of methanol in the water. So in another one, another river poisoning, something is definitely going on here. I think this is the news uh, video here. Okay, it's just playing noise. I don't want to just play a bunch of noise for y'all, but um, basically the ship hit one of these, the, the part of the bridge and those containers fell in. And so right now um, they're saying that no injuries were reported and they're trying to make sure that the methanol is not poisonous. You can see a, here um, a close-up shot. So this is, again, the Ohio River. This is where they get their drinking water. And I just find it very suspicious that this is continuously happening. So um, again, if you haven't watched my video about the water that I did on Monday, please check that out. It's crazy. I just did a video on all of this Monday and literally today's Wednesday. And we have more, you know, chemicals going into the drinking supply. Um, also, if you want a deep dive to watch, I also have a deep dive on the water and just, you know, the water crisis globally. Um, please watch that. If you're, if you need something to watch, it's a really good deep dive about the water and how, you know, water wars may end up being on the horizon because that is a necessity that we all need as human beings. And it's getting very, very detrimental out here. I mean, even right now, I believe Ethiopia, Sudan, and what's the other country? They're all uh, in Egypt. They're fighting for control of the Nile. You know, who he control, who, who controls the Nile River will basically control, you know, how food and crops are grown, water and things like that. They're building dams. And, you know, if one country controls that dam, they can control who gets water. You know, you can basically make it where a whole population of people can die of thirst. So it's very real out here, the water wars. And so this stuff that's going on in America with the water, it's very troubling because we're already having water issues, you know. So just be very alert with everything that's going on where you live in your county. If you live out here in Kentucky, um, this is a story that you should def definitely stay on top of and find out, you know, what's going on with all of this methanol that has now, you know, is in the water supply. So, um, so that's it. <laughs> I wanted to let y'all know about that. Um, once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the stream. I hope you guys had a good time. Hope you guys enjoyed the stream. 
Everybody have a good evening. Um, enjoy your day tomorrow. And I will see you guys again. Thank you guys once again for coming through. Love y'all. Good night.